Welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio. I am your host, SM Gaines, and today I have another special guest. Patty Baby Cakes is a home-based specialty and custom cakes builder. I've tried Sandra's cakes, and let me tell you something. Sandra has the absolute best cakes this side of Brooklyn. As a matter of fact, she has the best cakes in the whole five boroughs, okay? And I'm not just saying that because she's my girl. Sandra always puts her customers first, and her motto is, no order is too small. Now, before we get started, go ahead ahead and hit that subscribe button follow rate and review and if you want to get a visual on how gorgeous sandra is in her cakes well not those cakes fellas you know what i mean head on over to my youtube channel vintage dialogue radio and while you're there make sure you hit that thumbs up button you know show some love for your girl Joining us today is my sister from another mister, Sandra <laughs> Carr, business owner, entrepreneur of Patty Baby Cakes. Sandra, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Please tell us a little about your business. Okay, Patty Baby Cakes. I bake cake and other treats, um, American cakes with a little Caribbean twist to it, a little foyer, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is Caribbean. I'm first generation born here. So that's where the little Caribbean flair comes in at. And how did you come up with the name Patty Baby Cakes? That's so different and unique and original. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom, her name was Patricia, but all her brothers and I called her Patty. So mm-hmm. Patty, baby, I'm her baby, and these mm-hmm. are my cakes. Who taught you how to bake? Was that like something that was just passed down from your family or did you learn it on your own? It's actually watching my grandfather bake wedding cakes for his kids and other people. He had 11 kids and he baked each and every one of those cakes. And just sitting there watching him with all these different ingredients. I mean, they start off with nothing and then they're humongous cakes, you know? Right, right. Just watching him. So you never had any formal training. Like you didn't have to go to culinary school. You just picked it up just like that. I just picked it up. Um, I have this, I I don't know if it's a gift or knack, whatever, but I taste certain things and Mm -hmm. I remember it and I come home and I work and work until I find the ingredient, all the ingredients. And then I got the cake I got that taste I got that bread whatever it is I just got it so you mean from different shops or just out different um shops um growing up you know well growing up again I'm Mm -hmm. first generation born here so going to different weddings and stuff when they give us cake it's usually black cake so I could actually tell you different islands that these cakes come from I can tell yes Wow, wow, wow. What was your inspiration to just say, you know what? I'm good. I am good in the kitchen. Let me just start my own bakery shop. Like what inspired you to do that? You know, I was in the master's program, actually, um, doing my um, public policies and administration in Metropolitan College. Mm -hmm. And it was stressful. When I tell you stressful, it was stressful to the max. And you know, writing a thesis is crazy. So what used to relax me was baking. I used to bake. I would bake cookies. I would bake Mm -hmm. cupcakes. And then the kids would eat a little bit of it. And then I had all this stuff left over. So I used to take it to school and give it out to everybody else. And they started eating it. And they're like, oh my God, this is good. One of my professors said to me, you're in the wrong program. You're supposed to be in some culinary art school. 
I was like, yeah, tell me nine months after being in here, spending all my money. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, and that's where it started in the master's program in 2008. When you started out, what were some of the challenges that, that you faced when you finally said, you know what? Okay, I got, I've, I'm inspired. I got everything together. Now I want to take the next step, but this isn't easy. So what were it some of the challenges really that you faced? <laughs> pricing. Oh my God. Pricing was my biggest challenge. Mm. And then, uh, like literally I was putting all these expensive ingredients into a cake and not even breaking even. Oh, wow. And like, wait a minute. What did I do wrong? And you know what? I used to, I used to feel bad charging people this type of money for a cake. And I'm like, oh, give me what you want. One day, I don't laugh at me. Mm-hmm. I made a two tier cake for this girl with fondant underneath his buttercream. Inside the cake is a chocolate cake with chocolate ganache and strawberries. Mm-hmm. And I said, the ingredients cost me at least $150. I said to her, you know, give me what you think is fair. And she gave me $50. Oh, no. My ingredients and my time. Uh, if you know anything about fondant cake and ganache, a two tier cake would take me total four days to put together. Mm-hmm. That's all my time and all my ingredients for fifty dollars. I like, but I said, "Give me what you think is fair," and she did. Wow. Um, is she still a customer? <laughs> Absolutely not, because <laughs> when she came back, like a couple of years later, and I gave her the price, she said, "Oh, that's not what you got for me last time." I, I learned better this time. Exactly. I mean, it's a lot of work, blood, sweat, and tears, and 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 that's a lot of a lot of times. Black women, it's, we don't say what our worth is. Yeah, pay us what yes. we are worth. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God! One of the biggest complaints that I hear from Black business owners is a lack of support in our community, especially among women, women of color. It is. What do you think about that? Do you think that we've gotten better or worse when it comes to supporting Black businesses? Me, I saw, okay, in the beginning, it was hard. The most, my my biggest supporters were my coworkers and then the word of mouth, you know, from my coworkers. Family? Girl, preaching no, to the choir. They, <laughs> <laughs> they do not, they will not, they do not they support you. Not. And if you're not giving it to them for free, they don't want it. They go elsewhere and buy it, you know? And I'm, that I'm is, right um, that's mind boggling to me because you're speaking truth, sis. You are speaking yeah. truth. They would rather pay yeah. somebody else than, than, than pay you. Exactly. I don't get exactly. it. I don't get it. And believe it or not, I'm right here in Brooklyn, right in Brooklyn. My whole family's here in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, my mother was one of 11. I'm one of 33 grandkids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can tell you firsthand, I only have five of them that I can that when they call and want something they paying the full price they don't want no discount they want full price exactly and uh, and since you know I'm the same way I'll be like uh let me get a cake for Christmas <laughs> what's your yes. price I don't say can you give me yes discount nope. nothing I'll be yeah. like what's your price sis let, just let me know <laughs> just break it down <laughs> and like I said I'm right here in Brooklyn and most of my business is mm-hmm. the Bronx, Westchester, Mount Vernon, those areas. So typically on a Saturday evening or Sunday, I'm going to the Bronx. I'm going mm-hmm. to Westchester, Mount Vernon. I'm going that way. And that, and I'm right here in Brooklyn. Wow. 
girl we could have a whole nother podcast about that <laughs> we about family and not supporting yeah. some of my family well we, we, we'll talk about that offline okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what advice can you give to uh anyone who's looking to start their own business their own catering business what you cater also right I in addition to me yes. that's like yes. a one-stop shop so what do you, what advice can you give to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps um you okay stay true to the course stay stay on the course don't don't give up I know sometimes it looks bleak mm-hmm. do not give up because as soon as like one door closes another one opens Mm. let me tell you like I, I got I had COVID during the holidays so I had to stop I stopped baking and I'm now getting back into it mm-hmm. because I'm I just you know I see certain things I didn't like about the business that I'm tweaking right now and it's you always time always to reflect gonna, yes you always gonna be tweaking trust me you mm-hmm. always gonna be trying to make things better mm-hmm. from not doing that it's a boy I got two weddings I have a baby shower and I have a, a humongous catering biz, um, job to do next month and all three of those the next month that's that's why I say I'm not gonna worry about um Valentine's right now that's why I you know I'm just getting myself back in because it's a real grind out there and another thing yeah. is have your business separate from your personal Mm. If you have money in one pocket, one is personal and the other one must go for your business. Do not put them together. Right. Have a separate bank account. Make sure that bank account is your business bank account. Make sure you get your EIN number from the IRS because at the end of the day, the IRS want their money. Yeah. (laughs) And if you have them together, if you have them together, you could forget it. They take in everything that they think that you owe them. Oh, so that's a good thing. That's why you need to have make it sure to keep it separate. Yes, and it's easy to get a business account. Right, right, yeah. Because a lot of people might just be like lazy. They just like, oh, I'll just yeah. leave it in one account and I'll figure it out later. But no, you can't, can't. That's how a lot of people get in trouble. Tax evasion. All you people yes. with those PPP loans, you better okay. Hello, <laughs> because they coming for you. Yeah, they are coming. They they gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying, stay the course. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. You may feel discouraged. Roughly, how long did it take for your business to take off where you were like, hey, I'm going places? Actually, um, it was 2008 I started. And I believe like 2010, 2011. 2011, it really, my kitchen was so tiny where I was at. My mm-hmm. last apartment was so tiny. I could barely move around. It was so tiny. But once I moved to my dad's house, I had a bigger kitchen. Everything just went... I mean, even Hurricane Sandy, people were still calling me. Yeah, you know, it, it just stayed. It, it was a constant after that. After that, say about 2011. Yeah. So your business is based out of your home. How do you have the yeah. time to separate the two? Like, okay, family time, baking time. It's it's not easy. How do you balance? The it two? is not easy. <laughs> a lot in the beginning, I was up late at night, late mm-hmm. at night, and I was like, something got to give. Right. So I started on uh, scheduling, just so scheduling. If it's too big for me, I don't do it. As I try to refer people mm-hmm. out to other bakers, but like say if I have um five cases due on Saturday, I'm starting on Tuesday. I'm getting right. the ingredients together. I, I freeze. I bought a big old refrigerator. Um, we freeze the cake, and then they start getting um design on Thursday nights, and it's mm-hmm. one, two, three. One, two, three. Right. And I work full time. So I know when I yeah, come I home, I got to start. <laughs> yeah. 
once I get home, I'm going to start baking. I'm not baking. I'm going to start decorating and things like that. That is that that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Have you ever thought about expanding to or storefront or are you businesses like you like how the flow is going right now? Actually, no, (laughs) I don't want it in my house anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I am over it being in my house right now. So I pray and I'm hoping that everything works out. And mm-hmm. I can actually have my own little storefront by the end of this year. Oh, that yes. you heard it first here on Vintage Dialogue Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it being in my house. So you are ready to expand. And are you are you like a, a one person show shop business or do you have help? At, actually, right now, my daughter mm-hmm. used to help me before she went away to college. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I am a one person shop. That's why I didn't get the PPE though. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Because wow. when I spoke to them, it was it didn't seem right. So I was like, mm. so yeah. Um, when I do expand, I will hire someone like two or three people. I will hire someone. Mm-hmm. So if you if it's just you, how many orders can you turn out in a week? Because that seems like a mm-hmm. lot of time and effort. If it's a if it's a full package, uh, uh, my packages start from a two tier cake. Mm-hmm. up to a four-tier cake and that includes 12 treats right. i know that the only thing that can be baked closer to them is the cupcake so i'm starting right. my treats on monday tuesday monday tuesday those 10 treats gonna be done the mm-hmm. strawberries and cupcakes will be done the night of right before the cake is gonna be done gonna be baked on tuesday or wednesday night because my stuff has to be as fresh as possible then they right. go in the cake is going in the fridge it's gonna be crumb ice put in the fridge then it's gonna be fondant it's gonna be covered in fondant mm-hmm. and then put back in the fridge and then it's gonna be decorated the night before i can do three um full packages mm-hmm. plus i could do like maybe four buttercream cakes because i got sis, it down to that that's science. a lot that is a <laughs> lot but i guess there's a method to your madness you're doing yes, it, it you're thriving mm-hmm. you're successful with that being said Looking back in hindsight, what advice would you give to your younger self about the business that you're in right now? I would tell my younger self not to do that master's. <laughs> I would have took all that Me money too, girl. that Me I too. spent on that master's and I would have opened my storefront years ago. Mm. At least five years ago, it would have been open. Right. Yeah. I, I, I got my MBA and I'm like, girl, you could have really, you could have really saved some money. That $45,000 could have... Girl. really set me good biden mm-hmm. where are you at come on bro cook us thank up. you i'm saying cook this deferment up. is all right but you teasing but, me biden you're teasing me you know knowing what you know now about pricing tiers about undervaluing your worth and your business is there anything else you would have done in addition to that just to make your business like an easier flow just to make your life easier right now I reached out to other bakers um and I took a, like a couple of decorating classes mm-hmm. at New York Cake Academy and the owner of the shop where I buy my chocolate and stuff like that mm-hmm. um I sat down one day and I started talking to her and she said all you have to do is ask questions she said everybody's willing to give you some type of insight I thought everybody yeah. kept everything close to their chest. It you depends know? on what community you're in. That's it true. Depends. And see, that's not 
that's some not communities our share than others where other communities are like if i help you what if you do better than me and then we can't yes. have that, can we not everyone yes. but i'm just saying there's a lot it's of true that it is it's true it's yeah. really true she helped me and you know i, I entered with her encouragement i entered a, a baking contest a mm -hmm. cake decorating contest in 2015 and I learned so much. And I, I remember met so many that. People. Yes. And I met so many people. And, you know, all those people are on my Facebook page. And mm -hmm. if I have a question, I ask them and they answer. Yeah. From yeah. the Philippines, from Turkey, from wherever they answered. Wow. Hey, that's why it's good to just to expand your circle, your professional yes. circle. Yes. Yes. There's a lot of bakeries in, in Brooklyn. There's a lot of uh, small businesses. There are a lot of big bakeries. What sets Patty Baby Cakes apart from all the other options out here? I'm not saying everyone does it, mm -hmm. but I don't do it. I don't freeze cakes months in advance. When you get my cake, it's fresh. It's fresh. And I can vouch for that. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'd be smacking my fingers it's and my nice. lips. And the best ingredient, butters, whatever. It it's is the so best. Good. It is so good, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What do you enjoy most about being a business owner? Is it Again. freedom? Is it not answering to anybody? Is just is it the profits? Is it the people, the customers? It's not about the profits, but you know, you still gotta get paid what you're worth. Mm -hmm. um, my customers, my repeated customers, the people that uh, refer me, that is the best feeling. That is, a, I mean, I have people that still come to me from day one. Some of their kids are 10 and 12 years old now. And I'm like, wow, wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And um, as far as marketing, you said you do word word of mouth what strategies can you give someone who they're in a business they think that their business is good but they're just not getting the client the customers aren't coming what advice can you give to them about marketing their business and getting more i guess getting more people to come in right okay um well i do facebook and um instagram i don't have a web page i really mm -hmm. need one but i don't do that but um i get and then i get a lot of people like 80% of my business is from between 80, um, Facebook and Instagram, mm -hmm. then the word of mouth, then um, pop-up shop, pop-up shop. And if you're going to do a pop-up shop, do not make sure there's no other baker there. Oh, really? Why is that? Why is that, I sis? will <laughs> not do a pop-up shop with another baker because when they see your prices, Mm -hmm. They will lower their prices and that will bring people to them. Oh, so have you, is that what you experienced when you did a pop-up? One time and that was it. I did it once and that was it. So how often do you do pop-up shops? What if someone... Maybe once or twice a year. Mm -hmm. Once or twice a year. I don't do it too much because again, I have my regular clientele, my regular business and stuff that need their cakes and stuff. So if I'm doing pop-up shots, I can't do that. So I just do it once or twice a year when it's warm. Right. Oh, yeah. Girl, we're in New York. <laughs> I cannot wait for this weather to break. When it's warm. I this is um I don't know if you have a, a, a hard stop, but I did want to do like a little quick lightning round with you if you have time. Okay. Okay. No problem. 
It's just quick. It's like, I, I usually like to do this. Like it's going to be like 60 seconds or less. Okay. Salted or unsalted butter? Unsalted. Unsalted. You can control okay. the um, ingredients. Measuring cups, scales, or freehand? No, measuring cups, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know back in the day, my grandmother, she would be like, oh, let me just, and she would just like throw it in. And I tried to follow and it never worked out. Never. My grandfather did that and I like, how did he do that? I still yeah. can't get it. Measuring cup. I cannot. Okay. Um, cake flour or all-purpose flour? Both. Both. Depends on what you're making. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Parchment paper or wax paper? Parchment. And why? Because I tried to look this up and I'm like, what is the difference and why? <laughs> Parchment paper could actually go in the oven with you and bake and not burn. Ah. Wax paper is going to burn. Got it. Okay, you see how much I know about bacon. That's why I have to come to you for all my bacon needs. Okay, this last one could be a little tricky. This last question okay. could be a little tricky, sis. Okay. Betty Crocker, Martha Stewart, or Patty LaBelle? <laughs> Betty Crocker, because I tasted that pie. No, Martha Stewart <laughs> stuff is bland. I will go Betty Crocker first. Sorry. Uh Oh, we see we took it way back for you young people who don't know who Betty Betty Crocker is just google it because we don't have time google it. Yeah. <laughs> and they went through a lot to get to where they are to be on the show for this long exactly let me oh. show you a little bit of the little treats I'm working on okay oh nice. these are chocolate covered strawberry I mean chocolate covered Oreos Mm -hmm. And I still got to put like little gold, uh, edible gold and stuff on there. Wait, do that one second. Wow. Oh my God. And that's just, is that treats for your, val uh, oh, you said you're not doing Valentine's Day. No, I'm just doing a few. That's for the kids and stuff. This is a, uh, a oh two Oh my God. Care, I want to uh... be a kid. I, <laughs> <laughs> Poor I want to be a kid. <laughs> And then this one is a two tier nice. Valentine's cake. Oh, my And all God. of that edible, edible gold, chocolate, you know, stuff like that. So I have a question about fondant. Is it, it's mm -hmm. called, it's called fondant, right? Is that fondant. edible? Uh -huh. That's edible, yes. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. You're on IG. I don't know if you saw a cake that mm -hmm. it was like some type of Louis Vuitton bag. And it was made oh, out of fondant, yeah. and the yeah, person tried this. to cut it, and they were like, mm -hmm. it, "Some they were like, I love us, I love us." Mm -hmm. Somebody was like, "It yeah. looks like leather." Somebody's right. Whose sneakers did they take that cake from? What do you <laughs> think went wrong with that cake? I the way it was rubbery, I think it was the humidity. Mm. It could have been left out too long. Like it, it probably wasn't in a cool place, or it could have been done the night before. Really. Because it takes a minute for fondant to dry. So that's why it just peeled off. Mm -hmm. Because, like, if, one second, let me see something. If I could switch this around. Turn this around, Kaya, please. Oh, I see it. You see this? Mm -hmm. The fondant? Mm -hmm. The fondant either underneath there is buttercream or you use ganache for it to hold to it. Right. And then it had to sit out for a few hours to dry. So when you cut it, you have a nice clean cut. You don't have stuff gluey looking gluey and stuff like that. Yeah, that cake was terrible. That poor whoever made that, I hope they didn't <laughs> say who the baker was because that was not, you know how they say any publicity is good publicity? Not in this case because people yeah. were going in on this cake i had a young lady reached out to me um she wanted a a blue nike sneaker mm -hmm. i told her i was 
like too busy that week. And she had called me a month before I said, see, I had people calling me three, four months in advance. The only right. last minute cakes I could do is a buttercream cake. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, she like, okay, fine. And she, before I could even get out or give her a referral, give her someone else, mm-hmm. she hung up on me. She called me the day after her birthday. And she said, I can't believe this. Look how this looks. It looked like a... If I showed <laughs> I you the cake, you remember those orthopedic off, off shoes? You know how they look yes. big in the front? Oh my God. And she paid for two two sneakers. She paid for two sneakers. I'm she got one sneaker. <laughs> she got one Sorry. sneaker the day before. Like she, the person was late with the cake. She gave her mm-hmm. one sneaker and gave her the other sneaker two days later. Did she send you a picture of the... Uh... Yes, she did. Girl, like I, you know, I saved it. Oh you know, I say that I don't mean to laugh, but you can't take shortcuts. Like she should have planned that way more in advance. And you know what it was too? She had an issue with the pricing. A sneaker alone, once one shoe alone takes days to construct because you literally cutting and pacing and doing and doing. It takes a lot. Shoes are, but one high heel shoe, it takes me five days. Wow just a high heel shoe to go on top of the cake so can you imagine a sneaker cake with cake inside that's a lot so how do you construct the different see this is the part that intrigues me i know Mm -hmm. you get different requests for like you might get a request for a dollhouse or a gingerbread house or a sneaker or a bag (laughs) how do you put that together is there like a bakery template that we don't know about or do you just freestyle they aren't no no there's those are templates that have when i tell you i i have over 200 cookie cutters um the the um the leather shoes i got four different heights of the shoes Mm -hmm. um the sneakers I got like five different templates, mostly they Nikes. Mm-hmm. Um, the purse, you have like maybe, oh, I can't even count how many purse I have. Um, maybe eight, nine of them because everybody mm-hmm. wants something different. And it's so, the details are so different and so intricate and so precise. You have to have templates for those. I mean, there are people out there that can freestyle. I cannot. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's so much that go into that. And so, it's expensive. <laughs> I was going to say, so as far, that's why you keep your ba- bank account separate, people. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> as far as um, baking and, and, your, and your catering side, how important is it with the type or brand of dishes or baking, um, um, baking products, pans that you need. How important is that? Is Can you just it's go to anywhere and buy whatever? When I first started out, I did Wilton's. Mm-hmm. That's something you find everywhere. But as I got familiar and with different brands and listening to other bakers and, and like I said, New York Cake, mm-hmm. Lisa Baird, the lady that owns it, she's amazing. She does not care. She tell you what is what and what she said if you can't afford the whole set buy them in pieces and she will give you different warehouses throughout the city you can go to you don't have to buy them from her wow. but those pans are very 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 important because i even notice like certain foods that um that i cook like i'm like it tastes different you remember because my mom got me all clad and i was all like clad, girl yeah. i got all clad what's this is that good you were like sis you, what? That's that's a a Rolls Royce. you was like that's a come up sis 
Girl. I was like, I could throw away these Walmart pants. You were like, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, yeah, I noticed that the food tastes different based on what um, pans you use. And I never knew that. Yes. I never knew that. Yes, yes, it is. Wow. And even down to the um, the mitzvah, I have the best mitzvah in the world. <laughs> I have the professional um, kitchen aid. So this is kind of like, a, so, for, so for each customer, it may be whatever cake they want to make is is specific and you said you have over 200 is that how is that built into the price or is that (laughs) is that separate so do you like okay i have to get a template so let so this is gonna this template costs x yeah and i tell them and i tell them yeah i tell them this is gonna be hard even with the toppers if i can't make the toppers um you have to purchase this topper everything cost Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna take that loss in the beginning like i said i was losing but now everything's built into the price, so, even down to the edible images. Now, this might be a uh, maybe an issue for other people who are just starting when they when they want to do um, pricing and they want to make sure that they're the money that they're putting into it that they get back and they, they and they have some type of profit. Is there a rule of thumb? That you use to pricing, or do you just consider in the just the ingredients and your time? plus whatever extra how do you really is there a formula to to that for you it's not really a formula i like i said i um i would reach out to other bakers mm-hmm. and some of them you know i have i have a um an instructor that her wedding cakes start at five thousand dollars wait a minute five, her wedding cakes start at five thousand mm-hmm. and you do wedding cakes I since wedding i'm gonna need a scholarship can i can i <laughs> off air I, I think i need to borrow twenty dollars can you hook me up Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. But she made cakes for the Broadway show, um, Wicked, and um, mm-hmm. she won so many um Food Network. She just won one for Christmas. So her prices can be five thousand dollars. I can't start. I can't do that to my people because right. Mm, That's a you know? lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I did not know cakes were like that expensive. Oh yes, girl. Yes, especially if they are well known and published, and yeah. Wow. So you put me on to some new, some new stuff today, girly. So (laughs) how can people get in touch with you if they want to purchase your products? Okay. On Facebook, it's Patty Baby Cakes. And on Instagram, it's Patty Baby Cakes 1, the number one. And that's Mm P-A-T-T-Y. Baby Cakes. B-A-B-Y Cakes, C-A-K-A-E-S, 1. Awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. sis, so I will drop that along with the link. I guess I can drop the link to your page in, a, in the yes. description box so people can mm-hmm. find you. And if you want to place an order, they can just email you and you'll get back to them email. probably within yes, a day or so. Okay. Yeah, usually within the day. All right, so awesome. Thank you so much, sis, for coming on. I appreciate you. you and love you so much. Yes, back at you. If this is your first time joining, welcome to Vintage Dialogue Radio, and thank you for listening. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that you never miss a thing. 
What topics do you want to talk about in the future? I'm sure you have plenty of questions for my guests. So don't forget to drop a comment, ask a question, and leave a review. You never know. I could actually call upon you to be a special guest on my show. All of the information about this episode is in the description box, along with an email and links to my blog, website, and more. Thanks again for joining. Until next time.